Hey y'all, this is Allison. Before we start, a reminder to sign up for the free spring cleaning course. If it's not spring, you can call it the decluttering challenge. It is a five-day challenge to declutter your home, mind, body, and soul, and it's freaking awesome. Go to aligndesigns.co, click on online courses, and it'll be the first one listed as you scroll down. This is Align Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have one of my dear friends and actually one of my first human design clients ever last year. Her name is Michelle and she's a fellow mama and she's a manifester, a very magical manifester with the money line. So don't get too jealous, y'all. Just <laughs> she's going to talk about all of these things. But Michelle, welcome to the podcast. I'm so thankful you said yes to coming on and sharing with everybody. Gosh, thank you for asking me. I'm excited to be here and share. Yay. Well, so a little bit about um, how I met Michelle. We met through one of our friends in common, Mary Susan McConnell. I'll link her info below too, but she is an awesome coach and author. And Michelle, I think, had listened to the podcast that I was on, on the Mama Bear podcast and then reached out to me. And I think first we did a human design reading for you, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I heard the podcast and I was just really drawn in, which was so like, I, this is not my thing at all. So I really had to pay attention to that. I was like, oh, and then yeah, I reached out to you and we started with the human design reading. Okay. So we did, I think just a basic hour human design reading. You are a six, three emotional manifester for anybody who knows about human design at all. If you don't, don't worry. I talk about a lot of other things in this episode, but tell us a little bit about, I mean, you can sort of talk about your life and around and all that kind of stuff as you tell us about how learning your human design about the emotional authority and about the manifestor type and all of that has helped you in parenting, in just everyday life, in your job, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll just tell you a little bit about, I guess, how I got to a place of finding human design. And I think that'll help like, yeah, with how much it's helped me. I'm a mom of two boys. I've been staying at home since my first one was born almost six years ago. He's just now starting kindergarten. Like we're right now the first full week. My youngest is three and a half and he just had his first day drop off of preschool. So this is like a big, lot of emotions for my emotional manifester one. Like feeling You're doing sleepy. awesome, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I was staying home with them. And when I got pregnant with my second son, I was starting to feel a little uneasy in the role. Like I needed more. And I started thinking, okay, maybe I'll go back to work part time after my other son's born and we kind of get settled just to find something for me. And I was just kind of looking around, um, nothing crazy. And then when our second son was born, we quickly realized he had several different, it was a normal healthy pregnancy, but he had several different medical complexities. Um, and it was all just this 
big surprise that kept coming. We were sent here to check on something and then we'd find an issue there and then we'd get a new specialist here. Um, and it ended up with us at the hospital when he was three months old for several weeks, leaving with like a feeding tube and oxygen and kind of just completely shook. Like the rug was just totally pulled out from under us. And we're still, so he's three and a half now. We're still on the feeding tube. He has several different like physical disabilities and um, developmental disabilities. And we're still in this undiagnosed category. They've kind of ruled that it's a rare genetic situation, but that's been just a huge, it was just a huge roller coaster for me the last several years after he was born. In that first year of his life, I think is when I hit this all time low, like I was in just survival mode. I was as a mom and a wife, like I was just trying to go and not really feel any of the feelings. And when I looked up, I did not like how I was as a mom. I didn't like how I was as a wife. I was like, every day my husband came home, I was like, I was like waving the white flag, like come in, like I need help. And I was, I needed a change. And I like hit that point. And that drew me into starting a business with a network marketing company. And that was just something out of the blue. I was like, I'd never thought about it. And I go, this is something I wanna try and do. And it required, it was the thing that started me looking at myself and where I was, because it was the one thing I started having that required me to show up yeah. as I wasn't mom. I wasn't wife. Like I had to show up as myself. And so I knew I would, I was called to like grow and develop in that space. And that's really what ended up leading me to finding like human design was through that development. And being a manifester was definitely kind of a shock when I heard it because I just thought it was very validating, but also surprising. I'd spent my life, I think, being conditioned to feel other things. But as soon as we started learning about it, it's overall just given me this huge permission to feel the things I felt and then accept them for what they are and mm -hmm. help me start to find my authentic self which was the biggest thing. Like when I looked up after being a mom for so long, I was a mom and a wife. And when I started asking myself what I wanted, I honestly had no idea. I didn't know what I liked to do anymore. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted. And so yeah. that's the biggest thing for me since finding out my design is finding myself again. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like given me this blueprint to do that. Yeah. So quick question. I feel like in this world you know, and we're similar in age. We were like 80s babies. You, we are brought up to all be generators, first of all, and yeah. like that hustle, hustle, hustle mentality. And if you're a generator and you don't have that hustle mentality, that's okay too. But just, just bear with me a second. So <clears throat> we're all conditioned to be generator, to hustle and work, to not follow our urges, right? to just do what looks best on paper and what's best for, you know, our finances and our bank accounts and our IRAs and all that kind of stuff. Right. And also to not speak our truth, mm -hmm. which is like all the opposite of what a manifester is meant to do. <laughs> yeah. How did learning about that make you feel? So I think that was the initial resistance in it. Like, whoa, no, that can't be me because I had been brought up with all of those thoughts and that's what I was doing. And then when I started to like really think it was like, oh, well, I guess that is if I really thought about what I wanted, like, yes, 
That's it. So yeah, learning to speak my truth, I think is a big thing. Cause there is this, I think growing up, like, especially as a girl, you're just kind of it. You're meant to like, please and be seen. And I don't want to say, I think my parents are amazing. They did a really good job. I don't, when I look back, I don't think there was a ton of, they were very good about like, how are you feeling? Like I didn't feel forced to be a certain way yeah. in a lot of ways, but it was more of a cultural thing. And then I think I learned a lot more from watching it. Like, but I saw my mom doing everything and I saw her not doing the things and I picked up more on what she did and not what she told me. And I think that's something too, as a mom, like I'm taking into account with the things I'm doing now is like, if I say one thing, but I'm doing the other thing, my boys are going to see more of what I'm doing and not what I'm saying and really drive that home. Yes. hundred uh, percent. That's a really important thing to remember. And sometimes I forget that whether you have boys or girls, yeah, um, they will repeat what they see more so than just what you're telling them. Yeah. Um, I'm learning that more and more. So for just as far as like what you've learned through practicing your human design and we'll get to the abundant alignment course here in just a second too. Yeah. I have a few more questions for you about that, but what are some tips, like whether somebody is a manifester or generator or projector, what do, regardless of their human design type, what are some things you learn, you've learned in the past year personally that you feel like would be good tips for fellow moms or fellow moms of kiddos with special needs or medical complex issues and all that kind of stuff. So this is probably the biggest thing I've done. So human design, like I first was like, when I first heard about, I looked at my chart, I was like, I don't probably need a reading. I'll just look this up. And then you get your chart. Like if you have not done this yet, you'll be like, Oh, never mind. Like there's a lot here. A lot, yeah. And so when I got the most out of it, it's when I really focused on a few key things. And my, for me, it's that not self theme. Mm-hmm. And it was asking myself, which I, you know, your condition kind of to brush, especially a not self theme feeling of like, for me, it's anger. I feel anger and you kind of like brush that aside. Mm-hmm. And so I was really me allowing myself to feel anger when I felt it and then hone in on that, become aware of it all of a sudden. Like if I'm over there doing the dishes and I'm looking around angry, it's like, wait, how did I get here? Why am I so angry about this? And it's helped me listen to myself and understand what I'm needing and wanting. And it's sometimes it's because, cause I really want to rest right now. I've been working, just doing stuff all day. I haven't, and my body needs rest. That's what it's been telling me. And then it's learning to give myself permission that, you know what, it's okay. This stuff can wait. I'm going to give myself rest now. Or it's because I've been wanting to, I woke up wanting to like purge a closet. Like that was a creative urge I had for the day and I never did it. So that's been the biggest thing, really paying attention to that, like not self theme and asking myself why I feel that. And that's allowed me to kind of fall into those other things of being a manifester, which is most of my time is should be spent resting, which is not natural as a mother because little kids, like they need stuff constantly. And especially with Owen being a medical child, there's a lot, like I'm constantly there. I'm never done with phone calls. I'm never done with appointments and managing those things. And so it's kind of coming to that realization that I don't have to do it all. 
And it's allowed me to just kind of look and question like just the daily grind that I was in and stop and go like, does this really need to be done? Can this be delegated? Um, and it's given me permission now to even speak up and say like, no, we're not going to do that therapy for Owen. Like we need rest this week. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. I'm not like, I had to really let go of this feeling of like, am I failing him by not doing literally everything possible and yeah. realizing that I'm a much better mom and he gets so much more out of me when I'm listening to my body too. Yes. You are one of the like most rock star examples that I have met of a manifester who has like really learned to follow their urges. And I know that nobody's perfect. I'm sure you don't do it a hundred percent of the time and whatever, but like just you talking about that, about the idea of having an urge to clean out a closet and that that's a creative urge is Mm -hmm. so nuts, like awesome because that for anybody who's not super into human design yet, the not self thing that Michelle is talking about, every type has a not self theme. Mine as a generator is frustration, but it doesn't have to just be frustration. It can almost be like feeling stuck or whatever. And the anger that Michelle is talking about can show up as like resentment and There's a lot of different aspects to that not-self theme, but what she's talking about is when she notices that anger comes up, you sort of go back and look at, like, okay, what urge did I not follow? Like, because whether it's an urge to rest or an urge to clean out a closet, I will tell y'all that if you, especially manifestors, but for generators, if it's something that you get that comes to you where feeling of like an idea of something you want to do that really lights you up or whatever. But that urge, just practice following it and doing that thing and not being like, okay, I could spend an hour, you know, making all these phone calls and making sure I get all these appointments set up for January, 2022. I just saw that you were already making appointments for January for 2022 (laughs) on your Instagram, which all of the fellow medically complex moms will totally understand that but like if you if you really wanted to clean out your closet the act of cleaning out your closet and setting the kids up in the same room with something to play with or watching tv or being able to spend 45 minutes or so on that creates so much magnetism because a you followed your urge and b you cleaned that you decluttered something which is a whole other i think i talk about that in when I talk about in the decluttering course and whatever, but like that is like so magical and magnetic. And then if you don't follow that urge, you're going to be resentful later on when you go to your closet and you see that there's all this clutter. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, I know it sounds like such a random thing, but it is huge. Like just the fact that you've learned that to start following your urges is huge. And before we got on I was talking to Michelle to be like, hey, I know that in the future you were thinking about doing some coaching for moms and blah, blah, blah. Where do you stand on that? And Michelle, like, well, A, you can just tell everybody in your own words because I'll have you back on the podcast whenever you do have everything set up for that um, so that, you know, we can talk about all of your offerings and things like that. But tell me what you what you told me because it was like the most perfect manifester like response ever. 
So when I asked you of like, hey, where do you stand with getting your coaching practice started? Would it tell me what you said? Yeah. So I said basically is I've been receiving this. It feels like a bigger creative urge. So I'm learning to listen to like these random, or you can think of them too, as like almost these random pings you get, like, you don't know why, but like, you just want to go do something. And I've been feeling this more encompassing, bigger one around creating some type of a course or something. I've really been honing it on like practicing this just unconditional love for myself and how that's working and the little practical tips and doing that as a mom where it feels sometimes like you hardly have time to breathe and slow down. And that's been this bigger thing. And it's been just coming to me in these waves of smaller things where it'll be like, I feel like I need to go follow this person on Instagram, or I feel like I need to just write down these thoughts about this thing today. And it's like coming together in these small little things. Um, and I don't quite know how it's all going to look or how it's all coming together. And I'm kind of writing a few different creative urges, but that's definitely the bigger one around that. Um, I have another one where I'm now like creating recipes for Owen's feeding tube blends. He has oh, a G tube uh-huh. and yeah. I make, and I make all of his blends and I've always done that. But one of the things like I love to cook and make food for my family and cook with Jackson. And I've never really had those feelings with food for Owen's been so medical all the time. And so there's been a great thing for me in making this food. But I, go, I want this to feel fun like it does for when I make like muffins or something like when I I like to bake and so kind of using that I want to just make these fun more actual like fun recipes that make it just feel more like I'm feeding my child and it's not this medical thing yeah Uh, and so like I have that coming up and we'll just I'll randomly be like let's like play around and make a recipe today with that you can definitely make that into a course or some something yeah. that, and that, can that can come up with that but yeah and like I told you when you asked me to be on here it definitely set up conditioning as far as like oh my gosh I should like push harder on that I need to like get this figured out so I can talk about it and then it was just like no like that's I can't force something to come through I'm learning every time I try to have more control and force I feel like I get further away from where I want to be. Whereas if I just surrender and follow an urge and trust in that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm learning to like trust myself. I think that's the hardest thing as a manifester. We're meant to rest so much. And it's really hard to trust that rest will bring what it's supposed to bring. Yeah. And I think just remembering that there's seasons of life. Like, I think I asked you to be on the podcast at the end of spring or early summer. And I wasn't like, hey, you have to come on right away. But I was like, at some point, I want to interview you. And dude, the summer is like so hard for moms because you don't have schooling. And there's just like, like trips going on and all this kind of stuff. And It's just hard to have a schedule and to have like extended periods of time where you can get creative and get in the flow and get work done and all that kind of stuff. So I think just you've been very, you have shown yourself love and grace and being like, okay, 
we're in a season right now. And you were like, hey, I can do this in September when school starts. And I was like, great, good. <laughs> so you like speaking up for yourself and speaking up for your timeline and your needs and making sure that the season was correct for you is really huge. So I, I like really commend you for that. Because I know that when we first talked, you weren't doing that. You weren't giving yourself a lot of grace and you were being hard on yourself for not being able to do everything and work 24 seven, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. It was definitely, I was like under that impression that I needed to get it all done and I didn't have boundaries in place for myself. And yeah, I definitely realized too, I was putting so much of my value and how I thought of myself on what I did and not like who I was. That's been a really big shift with all of this. And through like the abundant alignment course that like helped me really shift all of that. Yes. Okay. You were one of my beta group members when I was first creating the abundant alignment course. So first of all, thank you for that, because I know that that was like at the very, very beginning. And that was my first course. And I was just sort of just fleshing it out. So anyways, thank you for being one of my guinea pigs for that course. And then I know that you're walking through it again. And for those of y'all who don't know what that course is about, it's a seven week course. But I think each day I need to go through it again and, and double check on this. I think each day is like five minutes of audio like of a short little training. So it's definitely doable for moms. But so you walked through it as I was building it and then you're walking through it again. What, what is that like nine months later or so? What are some new realizations that you're having as you're walking through that course again? So I think the first time it was a lot more like this, everything felt so new and it was a lot of just building this awareness into what I was doing and why and making me stop and like rethink like all of those things. Like I can't underestimate how simple it sounds to just have an awareness to something you do. But like if you do nothing else, that is so helpful It just makes you stop in your tracks from like the daily grind and you can start making little changes within that. And so I think the first round through, I got so much awareness into what I was doing and why. So now going back through it, I made some like that gives really tangible, good, like shifts you can make in your routine. And so I was able to really now go back through it with, I've built a better like awareness. So now I can really dive more, I think, into the actual practices with more consistency. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm doing this now that I have, because when I started, I learned about human design like a month prior, like we did the reading. So now that I know more, I really enjoy like learning about it. I have my kids charts pulled up and I'm understanding because it talks a little bit about a little, like it's not super human design based, but it touches a little bit on those things you can look at in people's charts. And so that's been kind of doing it with my kids. So my oldest son is a generator. So I can feel his energy a lot when I need to rest and me and him are kind of almost at odds in that area. Mm-hmm. And so that week learning about energy centers and like was so helpful. And he liked doing it with me. There's a one day I mean, the tasks are seriously so simple, but helpful, like setting a timer every hour and checking in with your body and how you feel. That's huge to do if you do it. 
they're simple, but it's doing it. And so I did it with my son because we were doing it this summer and we did it for like a week. So I've been able to just take longer time and really go deeper into things Yeah, uh, and doing it with him. And that was helpful for both of us, for me to hear how his body's feeling. And that helps me understand what he's needing now. How amazing that a mom is teaching her son at six years old how to listen to his body because yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen. <laughs> it's just, it's awesome. I'm proud of you. Okay, keep going. Yeah. But yeah, basically that's been the biggest thing is going through it with him, getting deeper into it and then setting boundaries. I think the biggest things I got from it both times, and again, this is just like bringing it in deeper the second time is setting boundaries with myself. There's an awesome week on social media that I just wrapped up and it's really like, really fine tuning like what are my boundaries actually why do I get on here what am I looking for and it really helped me just slow down and listen to myself so I think it really sped up what I got from my human design reading it gave me the really tangible things to stop slow down and ask the right questions to like learn how to actually listen to when I'm in a rest cycle and a creative cycle and find my flow and my boundaries within myself I love that. We are coming up on 30 minutes now. So I'm going to ask you the last question and we definitely are, need to do a follow-up episode. So once you do have springs in place in the next six to 12 months or whatever that looks like for you, just, we will have you back on here so you can talk about it. Cause I know you have so much, I mean, just so much great information. Definitely y'all connect with Michelle on Instagram. She's awesome to follow. And especially if you're a fellow mama, like you're, you just want to to connect with her. She has a lot of great tips on self-care for moms and also network marketing stuff. So what are, just give us a couple of tips that you have found have been helpful in your network marketing business. Cause I know we have a lot of network marketing professionals who listen to this, uh, this podcast. Yeah. I feel like for that, the biggest thing learning about my design helped me a lot in that because I feel like a lot of the stuff I was being taught all with like really good intention, but a lot of it's the small, consistent actions, which makes sense. And that's smart for a lot of people, but being a manifester and consistency, they don't go together. They're not a thing. And I've always beat myself up for why I can't stay consistent in something. And so it's allowed me to just remind myself, like trust myself, listen to myself and my urges within this business And that's when I've really seen like almost more things feel effortless with it when I'm like honing in on my strategy of informing and letting people find me through that. And that's really been, I think the biggest thing is like trusting yourself. So I think there's a lot of great things that can come if you get a real, even just a vague understanding of your design and following your strategy of like the best way you can, you can explain all that so much better than me, but what your strategy is. And yeah. then like when you feel frustrated or whatever, you're not self theme is within it and really just learning to trust yourself in your business and look inward if you feel stuck and maybe not so much. It's less about like looking outward at like, a new strategy or a new thing to try. I think looking inward has been a really big shift for me within that. And same with motherhood. Like that's been a huge shift with that too, is just looking inward and understanding like 
my feelings, like I, that my thought with like motherhood that I wanted to say that came to me when we were talking and it feels so random. So I was like, I feel like it has to be heard or said is just like, whatever you feel for your experience of motherhood, it's so different even between my kids or just that, like your feelings are valid. They're not wrong. If it's hard, that's okay. Like that it's hard. You don't have to feel guilt or bad that it's hard for you or whatever the feelings are, they're valid and true. And that's listen to those and feel those and know that that's like, okay for that. Cause I think that was something that I was like really struggling with, especially with Owen early on was like this guilt of feeling sad or angry about it. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that it's crazy because it's almost, I know I'm not a therapist, but I hear a lot of the stories from the behind the scenes that I feel like people would tell to their therapist because like when you do a human design reading, yeah, I don't know. It's just very, it's a feeling of relief and people open up and stuff. And so I've heard hundreds and hundreds of stories of moms who on Instagram look like they are living their best life like perfect everything and then you see what's going on behind the scenes and it's like oh we are all having a really hard time (laughs) like it's just so we have this like comparison game that I'm sort of feeling resentful that like our parents didn't have because they didn't have social media do you know what I mean and I'm sure it exists some ways where you're like okay these people show up to church and they're the best dressed family and blah 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 and they have the nicest car and whatever but don't you feel like it's just enhanced like a million times with social media a hundred percent and like we're the first I feel like generation of parents that are experiencing that because like you could shut it off like they could see somebody and maybe have that moment of comparison but in their home in their life like we can't get away from it unless we have these boundaries which that's hard to set. Like it's made to pull you in. So yeah, it's a whole new, I think we're kind of this guinea pig generation of like having to learn how to not compare ourselves when it's so easy and it's so easy to just show the good. And, and I, you do a wonderful job of balancing that too. Not just there, there's some people who get on and just complain, you know, and it's like, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. And I know that doing that a hundred percent of the time isn't helpful, but just uh, spiritual bypassing acting like your pause, like toxic positivity all the time isn't helpful either. And so you have to have like a nice balance of it. And I think you do a really, a really great job of that. And I think it's just something that we all need to talk about more, like our true feelings as mothers, whether we feel like we're not doing a good enough job or we have like extreme guilt or we have just anger and resentment and rage underneath for certain things that, that we have to go through that we were really honestly never go through because we were not meant to mother alone the way that that our world is now you know we were meant to mother in tribes of grandmas and aunts and help and 15 year old girls helping us and you know like all we were meant to have a whole lot of help and we just don't have that these days I hope that will change at some point but this is what we're doing dealing with right now so and so that's such a good point too I didn't thought of that we just have to remind ourselves of that, that we can't do everything, that these people who have like these so-called perfect looking lives have a whole lot of help 
And there's still really hard stuff that goes on behind the scenes that that people don't see on on your highlight reel. And hopefully we can all be a little bit more transparent about all of those things. But you do a, a really, really awesome job of that. I know that you have to run and go and pick up Owen. I just thank you so much. Is there anything else that you wanted to end with that we didn't get to talk about? Gosh, I don't think so. I think... Yeah, this was just really, this was fun to talk to you. It was a great distraction too for dropping Owen off. And I just had all the feels that I didn't think I would. So I was like, this is a perfect. I know. I I feel it's sort of like, I talk to you. so I don't know. There's always, anytime we do little boxes or something, you always just have little nuggets that just like make me feel good. So you do an awesome job with that. So I was so excited that you asked me to be on here. And I really like talking with like doing this. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying yes. And I'm glad that everybody got to hear from you and your magical manifester voice. Um, Y'all definitely go give Michelle a follow on Instagram. I will put her handle in the show notes. And Michelle, we'll have you back on once you get, you know, start moving with those creative urges and what feels good for you. It'll be fun to see what, what comes out of that, but keep following your urges and keep doing what you're doing because you're like so helpful for so many moms I know and I just I am so thankful that you're in my life and I'm thankful that we connected and it's so fun to just sort of watch your your life unfold in a beautiful way thank you so much Michelle thank you for saying all that thank you thanks for listening for more aligned designs and to connect with Allison Go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Marla Barr, the host of Your Wellness Journey, a podcast all about self-care, nutrition, and physical and emotional wellness. I'll teach you all about owning your wellness and understanding your personal healing journeys. Every week, you'll hear on how to conquer your mind-body obstacles and understanding your gifts. Subscribe or follow to your wellness journey in all the places you would expect to find a podcast.